Are you tired of being told what to think and how to act? Well, you are not alone. In case you haven't realized it, you have an internal GPS. It knows all you need to know about how to live your life. So it's about time you stopped letting the media and the government tell you what is true for you. In fact, it is exactly that time. It's time to think for yourself. And here to make sure you're doing just that is your host, mediator, author, and lawyer, Carol Gold. Hi, it's Friday, March 25th. I'm Carol Gold, and welcome to Think for Yourself. I want to talk a bit about trust. And the reason is that as, as a former practicing family law attorney, one of the things that I encountered most often in divorce cases is the incredible damage that is done when trust is breached. When trust leaves a relationship, it's probably the hardest thing to ever get back if it's retrievable at all. And if it is retrievable at all, it takes a very long time for people who have breached that between them to be able to get it back again. And I was thinking about that just the other day because I was thinking about how much we don't trust each other, how much we don't trust the news, how much we don't trust the government, how much we don't trust the safety of our own economic system, and how over the past two years we were conditioned not to trust one another. I mean, if COVID did anything, it made us frightened to breathe near other people. It made us afraid to be near other people. And that cuts to the very heart of human relationships because in essence, when you fear someone, it's because there's something about them that you perceive to be threatening. And if someone makes you feel threatened, the very last thing you're going to do is trust them. And that's what happened to us over the last two years. It has seeped into every aspect of our existence. Now, we don't trust the media, not because of COVID, although we had a lot of misinformation and disinformation from COVID. That's not the reason why. We don't trust the media because we see every day that they tell us one thing and then something else turns out to be true and that they don't then own up to what they told us to begin with. We don't trust government because we see how those in government, those politicians and those bureaucrats who implement decisions and who pass laws that benefit them and don't bring the same kind of benefit to the average person, we don't trust them to look out for our own best interests any longer. So there is this across the board mistrust that has developed. We don't trust, as I said, the media. We don't trust government. We don't trust the medical community. I mean, I think COVID has made a real dent in that, assuming we even trusted them before. And as I said, we are a country divided. We don't trust each other, not just because of COVID. Before COVID, the left didn't trust the right and the right didn't trust the left. We don't trust our own eyes and ears because we understand now the capacity and the ability of the technology to fake reality, both visually and auditorily. So when people don't trust to the extent that we don't trust and we are suspicious of everyone and everything, that's when people are easily frightened. Easily frightened into 
behaving in ways they wouldn't otherwise behave, into accepting conditions put upon them they wouldn't otherwise accept. When people are frightened, they tend to be impulsive and react rather than being rational and proactive or even appropriately defensive. They tend to be, as I just said, impulsively defensive and therefore overly defensive. So where are we with all of this mistrust? How did we get here? And what could be the reason for all of the chaos that ensues from it? Well, everything to a degree is helpful and constructive. Everything. I mean, if you drink water and you drink adequate adequate amounts and you drink it over a period of time, water is good for your body. It's necessary and it supports health up to a point. But you can drink enough water to drown yourself. You can damage your body and your systems by doing it to excess. Well, chaos, that thing that we seem to be living in, in every direction that we look in our lives and across the globe, chaos is a necessary part of existence. Chaos is the condition that results from imbalance. And that imbalance is a good thing because it causes you to adjust, to adapt, to think, to be creative, to be innovative. Chaos is a necessary part of life because as things break down and new things evolve, there are periods of chaos between the breakdown and the evolution of whatever's happening next. But chaos, like everything else in excess, is harmful and destructive. Why would anyone... Why would any individual, why would any organization, why would any governmental administration want us to be in a state of excessive chaos for an extended period of time? And what is the harm? Well, first, let me say the harm. The harm is, is that if you're constantly in a state of chaos, excuse me, if you're constantly in a state of chaos and therefore constantly in a state of fear, then your adrenal system is responding accordingly. That means you're in a perpetual state of fight or flight. And cortisol and the other damaging hormones that are meant to be released into our bodies for brief periods of time when we are under extraordinary stress for the purpose of making us faster, smarter, more adaptive, more able to respond, Those hormones aren't supposed to be released 24-7 as they are for us now because of the extent of the chaos. So the harm that I talked about is literally harm to our physical bodies. But there's another kind of harm. That's the harm that comes from keeping people off balance and in a state of uncertainty. You know, I said, why would anyone want to do that to the human race? Well, Mao Zedong said, and I'm paraphrasing, but in essence, it is what he said. It is his quote that before you can construct, you need to go through a period of destruction. You have to destroy. Now this is Marxism. This is communism. This is Mao Zedong talking. Okay. The little red book, the guy who killed millions. You have to destruct before you can construct. That's the reason that we are in the situation that we're in. There is a global movement by certain people and certain entities to destroy, to destruct what exists, what has been prosperous, what has benefited the many. There is a deliberate movement to break everything down. Now, 
Sometimes it's not a bad thing to break down what you have. Number one, the first thing I think you'd want to do is analyze where's the good in what you have. And if you're going to break down anything, you only want to break down that which isn't working for you. Taking down an entire system or a way of life is a reckless thing to do because as the expression goes, you throw the baby out with the bathwater. You get rid of the good as well as that which isn't working. But the other danger is destruction without a plan to replace what it is you destroy. Now, I don't think that the people who are doing this across the globe are without a plan. In fact, to that end, just yesterday, I came across something called Project Hamilton. If you don't know what it is, you can Google it yourself. Project Hamilton is a 44-page white paper put out by MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and the Boston Federal Reserve. And what it is, it is a 44-page white paper on the creation of a U.S. programmable central bank digital currency. It's called a CBDC, a central bank digital currency, which is programmable, which is what they're doing in China so that you don't have U.S. dollars anymore. We have cryptocurrency that is a singular U.S. currency, only one bank. There won't be local banks. There won't be different banks. There'll be one national bank called the Federal Reserve, which we have now. And by the way, the reason they called it the Hamilton Project is because Alexander Hamilton, one of the founding fathers, was one of the first people to advocate for a central bank. It was not what we ultimately wound up with, but Hamilton was the proponent of central banking. So why do I bring this up? Well, number one, who has time to read 44 pages of a white paper? But number two, there is a plan. Our currency is being devalued. We are deliberately being taken off the dollar. And what will replace it is a digital currency, a United States programmable digital currency, so that every dime you spend is tracked, so that if they don't want you to spend your money, they can deprogram, they can cease your digital card, like your Visa card or your debit card from functioning. Let's say they don't want you to buy alcohol because you're an alcoholic. They can make it so that that card won't work if you're in a store that sells alcohol. You won't be able to use it for the purchase of alcohol. That's one example of how programmable digital currency from a central banking administration could actually be used. And so there is a plan, right? There's just not a plan that we, the average person, are privy to, nor is it necessarily a plan that we would agree to if we had foreknowledge of. And that's why I say it isn't that they're taking everything down without a plan. They have a plan, whoever they are. I don't want to be paranoid. I don't know precisely who it is. I have thoughts about who it is, but I have no proof of who it is. But I'm watching it happen. I'm watching us go from energy independence to energy dependence. I'm watching the dollar start to collapse. I'm watching the supply chain collapse. I'm watching that one world currency kind of mentality just shut off Vladimir Putin from all of his international monetary trading. And while you may think that's a good thing, 
the same way they did that because it wasn't just governments look at all the companies that jumped on mcdonald's off the top of my head i can't even think who they are mcdonald's comes to mind they all stopped doing business in russia and with russia how did that happen how did that happen all at once that all those people became suddenly concerned about the ukrainian people i don't think so it's the organization of public-private partnerships between the government and private sector and the coordinated effect and the coordinated attack of what they did to Putin. Maybe it was good to do that to Putin. Maybe you won't think it's so good when it's done to you or when it's done to me. So there is a plan. There are probably multiple plans geared toward multiple aspects of our cultures and our existence, but we're not privy to them. So keeping us off guard, keeping us out of balance, keeping us frightened, and yes, keeping us mistrustful of one another and everything else that we see and hear with our eyes and ears. What's the solution? I talk about this on every podcast in one form or another. The only solution is to go within because the only thing you can trust is your own connection to source is your own connection to whatever you think is the creator of all that is, because there is a creator, there is an intelligence, there is a wisdom, there is a compassion, there is a love that is the undergirding of everything we call existence and perpetuates everything we call existence. You know, there's a, a saying, I guess it is, in, in Judaism, a rabbi is asked by his student, So, you know, there was the flood, there was the deluge, and there have been catastrophes in human history. What do you think God will do if he wanted to end, annihilate the universe? And the rabbi said he just wouldn't do anything. He would just stop what he's doing. Because underneath everything that goes on, underneath nature, underneath our own biology, there is a wisdom and intelligence and a love. And that's what you can trust. That's the only thing that you can trust. So go within, learn how to listen to your inner self because your inner self is connected to that higher power. Whether you call it intuition, whether you call it a gut reaction, whether you call it instinct, I don't care what you call it. It's there. We've all experienced it. We've all been given a moment of insight when we needed it. We've all been given an answer when we thought we couldn't find it. We've all been given an opportunity when we thought there was none. We've all experienced a blessing. Some of us have experienced miracles. I have a philosophy that you can't have a miracle happen to you unless you believe they exist to begin with, or you'll write it off as something else. We all have that knowledge within ourselves, deep within ourselves, that we are connected to something not outside of ourselves as in physical reality, but connected to something higher than ourselves as in a spiritual connection to a wisdom and an intelligence that is infinite and eternal. That's what you can trust now. That's where broadcasts are coming from that you can rely on. That voice never tells you to hurt yourself or anyone else. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's the highest good. That's the voice to look for. That's the voice to go in search of. And the only place you can find it is within yourself. Because right now, for whatever reason, outside of ourselves is chaos is misinformation, is disinformation, is deliberate fear being imposed for the purpose of retaining control. 
the way to beat it is to not participate in that game, to not make yourself available for that energy. Pay attention to your immediate life. Pay attention to the things you can do something about every day. Don't get caught up in the panic and the fear and the chaos and the doom and the gloom. God was here before the Republicans or the Democrats. God was here. That's who I believe is the ultimate wisdom and intelligence. Don't let my word throw you off. If you think it's creator or the big computer in the sky, so be it. But whatever it was, it was here before the Republicans and the Democrats. It was here before democracy, communism, or socialism. It was here before the dictators and the heroes of the world. It was here before anything existed, and it will be here for all eternity. Draw upon it. It is a blessing. It is a gift, but it's a gift that you have to ask for, and then it's a gift you have to be open to receiving. I wish you a peaceful weekend. I wish you a weekend of beginning to trust yourself, the inner voice, and the people around you who are emitting nothing other than love. Thank you for listening. I'm Carol Gold. I'll be back here again on Monday. And until I am, by all means, think for yourself. Carol thanks you for spending your valuable time with her. It is her mission to empower you to remember how smart and capable you are. Be sure to check out Carol's website, carolgold.com. That's carol with an E, gold.com. Please leave a review and subscribe here so you'll be alerted to Carol's next podcast. Until then, above all else, remember, it's time to think for yourself.